Welcome back to another episode of the Reason to Behold podcast with Tolu Talks. And Arnold Reasons. Okay, and we are going to jump right in, brother. I've got the topic loaded. Let's go. Arnold said it's a saucy one. So let's see. Let's see what's about to happen. (laughs) (laughs) So the question that I have here is, what is the difference between the person who earns 20k and the person who earns 120k <laughs> I told you bro it was going to be spicy <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay give me some more parameters what do you mean by what is the difference what is the difference because I think you know 100k after tax (laughs) not that much no no for real (laughs) (laughs) but i think more so just like all right practically speaking you've got two human beings they both got Mm. flesh they both have blood they both breathe the same air right Mm. they both may even potentially work similar hours Mm. right so i guess the question is trying to unpick if you had to say what you think are the the variables that make the person earn 120k which may be missing from the person who's earning 20k do you know what go this for it, is potentially controversial go on brother so i think we you need to put disclaimers be out there this this is the disclaimers <laughs> out there yeah the opinions that we state are our own opinions. They do not absolutely represent reason to behold incorporated. Don't represent anybody or anything other than what is coming out of our mouths. <laughs> yep, I am. I we are also open to correction on any of the points. <laughs> so please, when you hear Tolu giving these type of disclaimers, you know he's about to say something that might rustle. It might offend. It might offend. So if we say something that is offensive, please, like the Bible says, come to your brothers and. Uh, <laughs> We can reconcile. Um, But joking aside, I think when I think of someone who earns 20K versus someone who earns 120K, Mm. one of the things that I would say is the value that they bring, right? Mm. And even in thinking about that, I thought that that's not actually true because it's really about the perceived value that people bring. Mm. Mm. The reason I say Mm. this is because you have some nurses, some, you know, care workers, some police officers who are probably on that 20k bracket which is why they're striking understandable teachers they don't get paid that well but what they Mm. actually do day to day yeah a Mm. nurse who is actually saving lives day to day is Mm. that more valuable than someone who's like a director or a head of department to society Mm. as a whole of course it is lives are being saved yeah Mm. my Mm. company when it's making its money yes it's giving you a good tv but other than that what is it really doing for society so For me, it comes down to the the perceived value where people mm. are willing to pay more money for something, even though it's not saving anybody's lives. <laughs> I like your answer, bro. I like your answer. And to build on your answer as well with some of my thoughts too, bro. Mm. I think I'll start with what I think it's not, right? Mm. So... I don't think it's anything to do with time, i.e. it's 24 hours within a day. And I think that's something that the person who earns the 120, Mm. I suspect that they understand that their earning potential is not tied to time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whereas when you compare it to 
maybe earlier on in the salary scale mm. time is pretty much the metric of what people are selling right like i think yeah. about when i was a pizza delivery driver bro like i was mm. being paid per hour, By the hour. and yeah the only extra that I might get was based on how many deliveries I did, right? Just for mm. a little bit of fuel, petrol tip and tips. But <clears throat> I think the higher end of the scale is not about time. I don't mm. think it's necessarily about um, <laughs> breathing anything different than the same air. But I think it's, I agree 100% with what you said about perceived value because you could be earning 20 mm. and doing something very important that mm. is very meaningful and that really does contribute to society but if you compare that to the person who is earning the 120 as some senior position in this media company as we use the example right <laughs> like yeah. or the director of um in fact let me even even let me even use an extreme example beyond the 120s footballers right bro that's 120 a week (laughs) right do you get what i'm saying week (laughs) and so it's like it's Mm. perception perception is a really really big thing and i i honestly think that higher earning is usually connected to a better understanding of how to connect your outputs with high perceived value Mm. right Mm. because really you're potentially solving more expensive problems yep (laughs) yep or and even beneath solving more expensive problems what you're really doing is you're in an environment where you understand you're in the flow with the money right like and i think the examples you mentioned i think are really really good and really important because like let's talk about nurses right Mm. In particular nurses play a huge role i know some nurses right firsthand and i know the level of commitment and sacrifice that goes into their role same thing with teachers but the reality is a lot of what we see firsthand when it comes to nurses and teachers is based on public funding and this is where we get a little bit controversial on this podcast because we had something to say about this in a previous episode right about the competitiveness mm-hmm. or lack thereof in publicly funded um, institutions and and I guess there's so many variables that go into it because now it makes me think about politics right and I'm not Mm. a big 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 politics guy but Mm. there are certain things that I do know about politics when it comes down to Thatcher and the early 80s right and some of the changes she made to the Mm. system Mm. which was very much public ownership the government Mm. owns a bunch of things and all of that and moving it into private ownership Mm. and letting the um letting capitalism do what capitalism does Mm. and some of the fallout as a result of that um positive and perceived negative in some ways right but (laughs) to the point (laughs) perceived value i think is a big thing and i think getting into the flow of it because if you don't understand like i i don't think money is necessarily something that's con- connected directly to entitlement and what i think mean? that's an important thing to understand like as in the person who's earning 120k is not necessarily mm. earning it because they are entitled to 120k right oh interesting 
I would say that they're earning 120k because they've been able to position themselves one potentially in the right environment mm. and two connect what they are doing with the right perceived value to use the word the phrase that you use it's almost like you can to justify it yeah you just thing. you justify it yeah. yeah and i think it's that that comparison between the entitled perception of mm. earning mm. versus the justified and demanding and commanding and warranting mm. kind of side of things that's such an interesting thought because I, I like what you said about the flow because when you think about a footballer yeah mm. why does a footballer earn so much money they're in the flow brother <laughs> in the flow they're in the flow because when you actually compare what a footballer earns in yeah. comparison to what he makes his club mm. minuscule minuscule mm. mm. when you look at a nurse where does the money flow in from mm. that industry it doesn't mm. really Mm, do you see mm, what I mean? Like mm. you don't get paid every time you save someone's life. Mm, there's no bonus. I mean? There's no that. bonus. So imagine if now when At you save someone's life, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the health insurance company, you know, has to pay a little extra. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's what we need to do. Do you know what I'm saying? Like charge people mm. to get their life saved, and then we'll see what mm. happens. Mm. Controversial. That's kind of a, like America. But what I'm saying is, is that there's no money flow with what's happening yeah. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like people are playing their part. They're doing their thing. But it doesn't mean more money for the industry. It doesn't mean more money that's to pay people. Mm. And that's mm. where like sports, the players are growing the sport. They're growing the popularity. They're getting higher attendance. There's people mm. in the stands. And that's that's a lot of money. So of yeah. course they can get paid more. But it doesn't work the same way for some of those actually more vital jobs that we actually mm. really need. And I think it's a really important distinction between some of those kind of jobs yeah. and actually some of the other kind of jobs in that pay bracket. Because mm. for me personally, those jobs should get paid way more money. They mm. just should. You're saving people's lives. I think mm. that there are other jobs where like, you're not really adding that much more value to your company. And that's where like, that's where there's quite a big difference for me between someone who earns 20K, someone who earns 120K. Because mm. I think as we talk about it all the time, like you get paid for the problems that you solve. Yeah. Unless you're a nurse, unless you're in public service, mm. then you don't get paid for the problems you solve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know the, what? That's that the 2023 a... like footnote that we may have missed in previous episodes because it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. these people, so like my wife was a teacher. Yeah. Mm. She's not doing it because she wants to be rich. She's doing it because she wants to educate people, which mm, for mm. me personally might be where you start going wrong, right? Because I want to be rich. Joking, <laughs> joking, joking, joking. Because, <laughs> but it shouldn't, it, it shouldn't kind of, it shouldn't be, a, it, should, <laughs> it shouldn't be a choice one or the other, right? It shouldn't mm. be a choice one or the other for me. And that's mm. where private schools, I think, are starting to get it a bit more right because yeah, teachers there get paid much better, much, much better. And I think you're hitting something right there as well because... I think going back to that point about being paid in proportion to the problems that you solve, mm. if you are solving problems that you know have a high perceived value mm. and your pay doesn't match it, it might be a sign to change environment. Because like we're speaking about with nurses and teachers as two great examples, mm. like there's no doubt that they are solving major, major problems, problems that have major perceived value because even the person that's potentially earning the 120k has definitely been in the hands of a nurse mm. or a teacher at mm. some point on their way mm. to earning their 120k so there's there's a big i think there's a big piece to say about how much um value they potentially or perceived value they 
they obviously deliver on. But I think that's where the environment thing becomes an important factor because maybe it is the case and (laughs) this isn't a word from heaven (laughs) not from me anyway Mm. um i speak as a man but changing environment might be something that the person who's on the 20 that maybe wants to get to the 120 connecting it with what they're doing needs to consider go private potentially right and explore those options Mm. and and i think this is what is the sad thing for me is that a lot of the people who go into nursing and Mm. teaching, they're not actually that fussed about money. So it might not even be that they want to be on 120, but bro, like, I I don't personally understand how people Mm. live on like 20K a year. Mm. Like, the maths doesn't maths. For me, like, I don't know how they're doing it. And some of these people are in London. So for me, it's like, even if you don't want all the money in the world, like, pay these people fair value. And this is where for me, sometimes I wish, yeah, that these people would just get really wicked these nurses be like yes people are gonna die until you pay mm. us our money because bro mm. every time you've still got people saving it and doing this and doing that it's not working like the mm. teachers be wicked and say no your kids aren't learning nothing mm. until mm. You, you actually give us our money i don't mm. care but they're mm. so kind-hearted and that's what the government relies on and that's what for me is just mm. wicked. it's wicked <laughs> so i think outside of those environments i think that it's really about how much value can you bring to your company like if you are making your company hundreds of thousands of pounds Mm. are they going to have an issue giving you sixty thousand pounds probably not Mm. probably not if you're making your company millions of pounds are they going to have problems giving you a hundred thousand pounds come on bro probably not and just to add to that as well I think the other side of the perceived value thing, which connects with what you're saying, is whether you as the person who is earning and delivering can Mm. even perceive the value that you're delivering. Come on. Because, like, in order to be in a position where you can say, let me take a minute and just think on this, like, as a result of what I am doing, Mm. this is how much the company is potentially making Mm. or potentially saving, right? Mm. And so as a result is it unreasonable for me to based on the outputs that i positioned mm. take a bit of a bigger slice of the pie right mm. <laughs> um because no one's out here making the claim that you need to if especially if we're talking from an employment perspective no one's saying that you need to earn every single piece of the pie for which you are delivering value no there has to be margin otherwise the company doesn't make profit and you are therefore just like Mm. riding off of their coattails without mm. taking on any of the risk to the degree exactly. that they're taking on right? they took the risk they've taken yeah. all the risk they take on all the risk like you get to depending on your role potentially pack up close your 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 workstation and go home and be with your mm. family mm. whilst the the owner of the company is there racking their brain about the fact that inflation is flying through the roof they've got x mm. amount of staff that they need to think about how they're going to pay mm. them and just trying to keep the lights on and stuff like that and not just keep that but to do well so so i think that's another important point and i think comparing the two examples of the 20k versus the 120k i wouldn't be surprised if more people that are at the 120 zone understand and see the value that they put in they're putting out there as a result of their work whereas people maybe earlier on in the scale don't necessarily not all the time but I, I wouldn't be surprised if more people earlier in the scale 
don't see their value as much because the next thing to that as well is being able to objectively say you know what i'm not actually doing something that delivers tons of value right now as well because this is the other side as well right mm-hmm. analyzing whether what is the true value of your work and and is the line of work that you're pursuing as well something that has the the earning potential that matches what it is that you are trying to reach and i think especially in this world where we're seeing the rise of artificial intelligence Mm. like some of those jobs on that lower end of the scale are the jobs that are going to be automated Mm. and so i really feel like even for me i'm looking at what is the value that i bring that Mm. ai can't do Mm, mm, you know mm, what are the mm. things that i can do that not that many people can do yeah because also when something is scarce you get paid more for it come on bro so it's it's really like it's like basic economics basic human behavior supply and demand yeah are the skills that you have like a footballer right yeah like it's that's an interesting one because there are lots of people that can play football really really well Mm. there's loads of people that can play football really really well Mm. but if you get into that limited position of like premier league mm. or like whatever the elites are in the other countries you get paid very well mm, mm, so that's mm. an interesting one because there's lots of supply mm. lots of supply but i think it's the in terms of the scarcity it's the positions to fill right yes because there's only so many teams yeah. and only so many teams that are performing at a high level and so like you said if there's tons and tons and tons of talent out there but only so many spaces, mm. it creates the exclusivity that then mm. makes the, um, I guess, the numbers stack and be more scalable. And that's where for me, it's like, you have to think about what can I do to increase my value? Come on, what bro. What can I do to add to the offering that I can bring to a company? Because that's really Come how on. you're going to get paid more. Yeah, bro. And even on that point, you mentioned about scarcity as well. Like one of the things that came to my mind very quickly was there's looking at your position and your role from a traditional perspective, but then there's also thinking, how do I create a package Mm. that makes me difficult to replace, Mm. right? So for example, Mm. yes, you're a teacher, right? But besides the fact that you've got your PGC qualification and maybe your X amount of years of experience, Mm. what else do you bring to the table that many other people who are in your same space don't necessarily bring Mm. because like people will compare like for like individual products and individual services like if you're just coming to me for um a mortgage (laughs) shameless plug (laughs) (laughs) if you're coming to me just for a mortgage then it's like you might now start comparing the price that one person might offer compared to myself it just becomes literally just like a an easy comparable Mm. but when it's not just that you're coming for a mortgage but you're coming for generational wealth which i'm very good at helping you build if you're interested in that (laughs) later thinking um (laughs) (laughs) like if 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 you're looking for generational wealth then we're in a different conversation right it's no longer a comparison between um looking at different suppliers for the individual product because within that generational wealth like package 
you know that you're not dealing with just I feel like I'm selling myself bro. You're, you're not dealing with just a broker but you're dealing with someone who understands property who's invested in mm. property who understands the process of adding value of mm. using one property to multiply and so on mm. so forth right mm. Mm. and I think that's where like we do very well to increase the value because I, I can even think about the same application even within like my professional career as well like outside of that mm. and the things that i've done over time which uniquely make me who i am mm. in a distinct way from other people that may have been in the same field i think to even break down what you said about the value that you bring to make yeah. it simple is like what how many more problems can you solve come on because that's really what value is is that you are solving people's problems because sometimes yeah. i feel like adding value can feel a little bit abstract yeah yeah so it's like yeah, okay yeah. can you solve more problems yeah can you position like what you said i'm not just solving your problem of getting a mortgage at a good rate yeah. i'm also solving your problem of your portfolio how do i build yeah. it how do i flip it how do i grow it yeah so now i'm comparing someone who can just solve one problem to someone who can solve three four five problems and if you look at what a lot of the big companies so like you know sky for example, Virgin, BT, mm, what they're mm. trying to do is solve lots of problems yeah. in one place. Yep. You know, so you come to one place, you get your TV, you get that's your broadband, it. you get your that's mobile it. phone, you get everything. Mm, and that's mm. the thing is how can we solve more problems and mm. use the fact that we can solve so many problems to get lots of people to us. That's really what it is because that's where the money comes from. No, for real, bro. For real but it, it, it and all of that goes back to two main things mm. do you understand the mm. problems of the person that pays the bill yeah right be it your potential customer or be it your employer wherever you are do you understand like what their real problems are the ones that the ones that are going to help them to experience the most peace right yeah, yeah. <laughs> or experience the most of what it is that you know that they want mm. Mm. and then yeah, on top of that problems rich no for real have lots of problems that need 100 100 and on top of do you understand their problems do you also understand how to solve those problems because mm. mm. sometimes you may realize or discover that there are problems that you can identify but you're not yet skilled enough or qualified enough to even mm. solve them Mm. and that in itself might be the next play to start thinking about all right cool how do i become skilled enough to solve those problems mm. and, and i think this is the funny thing right is that it's not even like you need to be crazy crazy skilled to solve a lot of these problems mm. often you need to be curious That's yeah really what it comes down to is curiosity yeah yeah you know? you know this old thing that they used to tell us of like curiosity killed the cat yeah it's actual nonsense curiosity is <laughs> power <laughs> Like the people agree, that are bro. curious are literally yeah. the people like who are building the new things in this world because they're curious. Yeah. They want to yeah. do something. Yeah, 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 they yeah. do something different. They want to try and build something. So like curiosity is a game changer. And and even that curiosity is what can lead you to ask the questions that's going to get you the answers that you need to know. Because if you don't know what the problems are of the person yeah. that pays the bill, ask them. Exactly. Like exactly. ask them good questions. The, one of the... One of the one of the things that I think we all have access to, mm. which isn't necessarily going to cost you money, is the ability to learn how to ask good questions, right? 
Because if you can ask the right questions and you can sure. ask, like, there's nothing that stops you from going from where you are. And I think on your podcast as well, bro, name it, plug it. Junima TQ Leadership Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember on your podcast, you had... Um, you on know, Madeline McQueen. About. Yes. Like, yeah. and, and I think I saw in one of the snippets on Insta, she was talking about this same point about asking better questions, mm. right? Mm. And literally having those conversations where you ask things like, and I don't want to misquote her, but I remember what my, where my mind went with it, was things like, what would I have to do in order to earn X amount? Mm. What problems would I have to solve mm. in order to justify and make you feel comfortable with paying me X, mm. right? And then deliver on it. Mm. That's, and if that's they ain't paying, part, deliver on it. Switch. Mm. <laughs> if that's what you need to do. Mm. But yeah, man. Yeah. That's a very good question. It is a very good question. And I think something also we're talking about is that as that money runs up, your responsibilities mm. also go up as well. Mm. Mm. Like you need to, like today we're talking about like budgeting and things like that. And mm. Bro, like as you earn more money, yeah, the tax man takes the tax man cometh. He mm. takes way more money, you know, like <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so I think there's another thing of like as you start to grow, figure mm. out ways that you can also grow in your financial literacy mm. and know what are some of the different things that you can do. Because to be honest, the government even makes breaks for rich people, yeah. Like mm. and these are things that you're not taught about. You don't know yeah. these things. So like even like giving money to your church, for example, is a tax break. Like, there are so many ways that the government also has provided for you to claim some of that back. But mm. those are things you have to learn about as you grow. Like it doesn't mm. just, it mm. just come and tell you that, mm. oh, by the way, if you put money in your pay, <laughs> you can claim a bunch of tax. They don't tell you that. You have to go and seek the knowledge and seek the advice. And, and that's your responsibility as you earn more money as well. Mm. 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 Random question before we, we wrap up. Mm. What do you think the... The king's net worth is king of England. Oh. I think it's in the billions. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> I want to say three billion, maybe. What do you think it is before you? I already saw it too late. Oh. <laughs> But I would have thought it was more than what I just saw from my first search. Um, the UK Sunday Times estimated his net worth at about 750 million. What? That's not true. That Hold can't on. be true. Revealed King Charles inherits assets that have propelled his wealth to almost 2 billion. Thank you. According to extensive research. Bro, that was just from the inheritance. And then I remember seen... something about a billion. Yeah, his single most valuable assets held by King Charles is the Crown Estate, a sprawling real estate portfolio worth 20.7 billion, which is interesting as well. Wait, uh, by the way, what? 20.7 billion. Um, by the way, that clip that you may have seen me post on Insta about the job interview, the salary, that was actually at the Crown Estate. Yeah. Really? The one that I didn't get because I was too focused on my blackness. Too focused on your what? Too focused on my blackness. <laughs> <laughs> that is a story for another podcast. It is, it is, it is. It's a whole other story. But um, but yeah, I think, and I think even just on that last little point about King Charles as well and net worth, it's interesting because 
one thing that we, I guess, can observe about mm. wealth and how people build it and where it's preserved. Mm. It's not necessarily just in their personal quote unquote net worth. It's within the assets which they have control over through very well structured setups. So, say so it's very possible for his personal net worth to be seven hundred and fifty million, but his control mm. and the real yeah. Multiple, I thought all of that billions. was counted into your net worth. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Because I thought your net worth was like your assets minus your liabilities. That's what you're worth. But I think it depends on how things are structured, right? Because I think things that are held in trusts and stuff like that. Oh, they I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they would, to be honest with you. I don't know. I never looked into it. Hmm. My assumption was that they wouldn't necessarily be in the same way that yeah I don't know I'm not going to get into waters that I'm not qualified to speak on yeah talk to me about <laughs> mortgages and generational wealth those those areas are not mine not yet <laughs> so yeah man good conversation bro the difference between 20 and 120 thank you guys so much for listening we'd love to hear your thoughts on what yeah. we've been discussing and I challenge you Think about what are some more problems that you can solve mm. to increase that money in your pocket because mm. the times are wicked. Mm. So, yeah, help is available. Sure. Thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.